Well, let's talk Bitcoin. Pat Lavecchia, CEO of Oasis Pro Markets, joins us for that discussion this morning. Pat, welcome. Good to have you here on the Future Show. I saw you in an interview I was looking at yesterday where you were talking about something I, I thought was interesting. You said, you see blockchain as an evolution, not a revolution like many others. Can you explain this a bit more? Sure, and good morning, Ben. Nice to uh, see you this morning. Um, well, it's an evolution. Um, you know, uh, Wall Street capital markets are built on systems that go back to the 60s, and they've been uh, bandaged, you know, improved. Uh, it, uh, you know, most of your viewers really don't, you know, think everything's, um, you know, uh, moving very quickly in regards to being at the forefront. Wall Street's actually going back to the 60s and 70s. Cobalt, if you remember that pro programming language, is the majority of what's 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 out there right now now in terms of blockchain as an evolutionary step rather than a uh, revolutionary step is uh, that distinction really comes down to cryptos and the view of cryptos when i started uh, in, in this space about four years ago and doing my research cryptos when analyzing crypto and blockchain they tended to meld and maybe perhaps many of your viewers see it that way as well but blockchain in and of itself is the exciting aspect of of uh, from a technology standpoint in terms of the capital markets and the benefits of capital markets. So as we move from these antiquated systems, it will evolve into the blockchain technology. And there are a number of examples I can give you just over the last several months where major Wall Street firms have been utilizing it. This DLT, digital ledger technology, which is another um, uh, term for the blockchain is uh, made great strides. Pat, talk to us about how, well, I guess one could argue in terms of that evolution, uh, uh, regulatory uh, authority and the role that they play in digital markets. I mean, you talk uh, in your notes, you mentioned the imminent need for uh, some regulatory authority. Talk to us about how that is ultimately part of the evolution, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and, and that's the frustration as well. I think, you know, with the uh, debacle of FTX, uh, a stable coin called Luna earlier in the year, and, uh, and uh, Three Arrows, these are all problematic in regards to your earlier charts regarding Bitcoin as well. You know, just a side comment there. This is all tied to all these uh, frauds and, and um, uncertainties that have occurred over the last 12 months in this space. And Bitcoin and these other altcoins are suffering from that. But regulation is definitely needed. And we're moving in that direction, but it's regulation by enforcement which has been in place for the last several years under uh, here in the U.S. under Chairman Gensler, and it will continue. Now with Congress and the shift in Congress, even though there are several pro-crypto, uh, pro-blockchain um, pro pro members of con Congress, including uh, uh, Patrick McHenry out of North Carolina, who has a senior position, it, 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 there is a bit of a stalemate. And uh, we don't really see much progress over the next two years uh, in terms of giving definitive guidelines to the SEC, the CFTC, and other regulatory bodies in regards to moving in this space. So there'll be additional regulation by enforcement. <clears throat> but that being said, these large institutions that I, j I just referred to, like Goldman Sachs did a $104 million digital bond out of Europe, 
that um, settled immediately uh, using their tokenization platform. That happened in November, December. And Deutsche Bank did something similar in regards to conducting a transaction out in Asia, a repo transaction using the JP Morgan network, internal uh, blockchain DLT network back in November. Now, the constant theme there and with uh, ourselves at Oasis Pro is heavily regulated and compliant institutions hmm. moving into DLT. So what you're seeing is the institutions are anticipating all this regulatory uh, guidance and um, and um, and uh, forethought and and uh, the ability to actually use lock, uh, blockchain. So the institutions are taking the lead on this rather than waiting for the regulators. But it, but we do need it because because fraud will continue. Uh, it, it, um, you know, as uh, especially for retail investors who assume that there's a lot of benefits and mm -hmm. and that and that the regulators are working in this crypto space. It's really not happening. Um, there's a bit of a turf fight. I mean, there's there just a lot of issues we could talk about there. But eventually we'll have it. I think it's two to four years away in regards to specific crypto uh, regulation. I, I spoke to a senior member of Congress uh, about a month ago about um, it, there's uh, some trial balloons being floated regarding maybe a new regulator just for crypto. And uh, the response I got back from this particular member of Congress was that'll never happen. There are already too many regulators here in the U.S. And the SEC is, you know, has proven to be a very effective regulator as well as the CFTC. Pat, your audio hiccup for a second. I missed what you said. Did you say fog will occur, basically? And you were saying that we need to see through this fog, correct? Yeah, exactly. And and it seems That's like exactly right. it seems like one could argue that we are right. We've got large institutions which are buying in. You kind of touched on that, and you've got some M and A activity picking up here as well. Yeah, that's right. And and uh, what's the best uh, opportunity to grow is into a recession, uh, acquisition, uh, accretive acquisitions in a recessionary environment as cash becomes king, and companies are looking for uh, for growth opportunities. So. We're, we alone are seeing a tremendous amount of opportunities in this space with very talented individuals and exciting technologies, uh, utilizing capital markets, blockchain, but with lending protocols, which crypto has a lot of um, um, uh, uh, examples of. And um, we think M&A will pick up, uh, especially for, again, those that are regulatory and compliant forward and uh, those that that basically have spent the time with the technology the the dollars for compliance and regulation as you know ben and your audience knows saying i'm regulatory compliant and and checking a box does not mean you're regulatory compliant that takes years that's a cultural issue and uh, the companies that saw this or had the forethought to move in this direction a couple of years ago will benefit greatly going forward you know, I'm curious, uh, I heard you talking about uh, becoming one of the leading uh, uh, digital banks in, in terms of anticipating the actions on behalf of regulators and sort of playing into that environment. Uh, how close are you and what's it going to take for you specifically to reach that goal? Um, thank you. Uh, well, it, you know, we, our focus is institute, large institutions okay. are, 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 rather than retail. We, we're, we're, uh, we have the ability to work across the stream from accredited retail institutions, there. broker dealers. And um, what, we, uh, what, what our focus is and what I call tipping points 
So we're, uh, we will shortly be announcing a very large deal from the decentralized finance space. And uh, when we do announce that, it would be several hundred million dollars. It'll also be listed on our, um, on our uh, tokenization platform. So that'll be quite exciting. It's a large, very reputable institution and large institutions are investors in this particular transaction. So um, that's what we need. We need that, nobody wants to be first in, uh, from a vertical standpoint in different industries, but as those, uh, as those barriers are broken down and the dominoes start falling, we'll see this entire space and certainly for us, grow uh, exponentially. So we're very, very close. Um, we're, it's not going to be this year. It'll be over the next couple of years that you'll see, in our opinion, my opinion, that you'll see this transition over to the blockchain because the blockchain just has so many benefits just from a trading standpoint, immediate settlement. So you don't have the GameStop issue that occurred earlier in the year, built-in compliance, reduced back office costs because everything's uh, uh, transparent and uh, easily accessible. Uh, you're, uh, you're reducing counterparty risk because of the immediate settlement. And, and this technology is available today, has been available for the last 12 plus years. And the interesting thing about Ethereum, and you hear a, about many of these other uh, platforms, Ben, is that uh, Ethereum itself, you know, or the blockchain, has never been hacked. What has been hacked is the uh, is the um, the companies that have built technologies on top of Ethereum. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, positives there as well. And when we talk about digital asset securities and the movement of securities over, if someone, you know, right now, if you lose your wallet keys, et cetera, <laughs> such as uh, holding Bitcoin, you may lose your entire investment. Now, with digital asset securities, regulatory uh, oversight and compliance, that even if somebody steals your securities somehow through your wallet, through a custodian, you know, there's a, there's a process to get that back because there's a real-time cap table. And what all that would occur is you burn those particular securities because they wouldn't be able to be traded anyway, and you'd be issued new securities. So the benefits of blockchain are very, very distinct from the crypto world. Pat, uh, you've given us lots to keep an eye on in terms of the bigger picture over the next couple of years, but more on a short term as well as far as that big announcement that you kind of teased. We'll keep an eye out for that and hopefully have you back after. Uh, Pat, appreciate you joining us here. Good to have you on the future show. Pat Vecchia, CEO of Oasis Pro Markets.